Hey, Trailblazers, welcome back to the Business Casual Podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the show. My name is Stacey, and I am so excited to have you here. I'm the co-founder and host of the Business Casual with my younger sister, Mariana, and we are back again this week for another episode. If you are new to the podcast, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts to be the first to know when we post new episodes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And last but not least, if you are enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Consider sharing this podcast with a friend, a roommate, a colleague, anyone who you might think would enjoy it. So we have a lot to catch up on. It has been a long time. I feel like our posting schedule in 2023 has been all over the place, mainly because of the event, but also just because these last three months have just been super overwhelming for me. And today's episode is a little bit different than what we usually do. I don't have much of a plan for the episode. I know what I want to talk about, but I'm not really sure exactly how it's going to come out. But I just want to be super open and vulnerable because I think that as business casual evolves and as I grow up, and I change, and I go through different things in life, and kind of get to different life stages, I want the podcast to reflect that, because I know that a lot of our listeners are also moving through those life stages with me, and I love that this is a creative outlet for me and my sister to be able to share what we're going through, as well as hear from accomplished women and trailblazing women. I don't want to say a rebrand is coming, but we might be changing up a little bit not the brand of business casual. The brand of business casual is always going to stay the same. And our goal is always to motivate, inspire, and educate, and to learn from those who have come before us. Definitely still keeping with women and trailblazers and all that good stuff. But I also just want to add in episodes that are maybe a bit more casual and reflect what I'm going through outside of work and career. Because your career is one thing, but in order to flourish in your career and to succeed, you also need to be growing as a person because as much as your professional life and your personal life are separate, they are very much together. And I know we talk a lot about work-life balance, but a lot of people also talk about work-life integration. And so as I approach graduation, which is in about a month and a half that I am officially done all my degree requirements and I graduate in a few months, I just feel like there are a lot of different emotions and conversations that have are coming up now that I've never had to have before. And a lot of conversa- conversations with my friends are about self-realization. And it's just a season of change. A lot of things are ending, which is sad, but a lot of things are also starting, which is very exciting. And I'm personally so excited for this summer. If you didn't already know, I got tickets to go see Taylor Swift, which is very important that I'm so excited about. I'm also going on a huge Europe trip with my girlfriends and and I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited to start my full-time job. But in this exact moment, I am very overwhelmed. I have a lot on my plate and I'm trying to balance a lot of different aspects of my life and my career and my personal life. And honestly, it's been really difficult. I think I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm feeling super burnt out and I'm definitely running on fumes and I know the finish line is so close, but I thought this week 
on the episode, I would just chat more about dealing with not necessarily burnout. I don't think that's the right word. I think it's a a corporate word that's been overused a bunch, but just motivation and stress and how I'm personally working through it. And just maybe some tips if you're entering exam season or if you live in Canada, the winter is really long here. So I'm looking forward to the spring. Spring is upon us. A new season is upon us. So I don't really know. This episode might be a little chaotic and all over the place, but I just hope that it can help someone else maybe dealing with similar things that I'm going through. Or maybe you're not going through it right now, but when you are going through it, you can listen back to this episode. And maybe it's just a little entertaining to pull back the curtain and hear more about my life. So as you might know, I went to Harvard a few weeks ago now, probably about a month ago. And there was something that a guest said that was speaking. And she said that there's five pillars of your life. You have your health, you have your family, you have your friends, you have your career, and you have hobbies. For me, family, being only 21, I do not have children, a husband. I don't have that. So for me, family is more spending time with my my own family. And I think also spending time with myself and with my grandmother, with my cousins. So I think the family category will change depending on what season of life you're in. And obviously, I am privileged to not have to worry about taking care of other people. I can only focus on taking care of myself. But basically, her point was that at any given point in your life, you can only be giving yourself to two of those buckets. And this can change. So let's say on Monday, you're looking at your week and you have a crazy hectic work week. And you know that you have a lot of deadlines you have to meet. You know that it's your cousin's bridal shower happening on the weekend and you have a lot to do for that. In that given week, it's not realistic to be giving yourself time to do things for your hobbies, to maybe get to the gym six times that week, to meal prep and be healthy. And maybe it is possible for some people, but I think the point of her conversation was that It's okay to only be giving 100% of yourself to two of those five categories at any given point, but those two things you're choosing to give yourself to can change every single day. What I've really struggled with the last few months is really feeling like I'm not giving myself to friends and that I'm not spending enough time on my hobbies and that I'm not necessarily spending enough time doing things that I just like to do. And the friends part has been really difficult because I've really felt that I have not been there for a lot of my friends and that I've canceled on a lot of plans and that I haven't really been reaching out to friends as much as I usually do and honestly just have not been there for my friends in the last few months. And this is something I struggle with because I am a people pleaser. So I always want to make sure that those around me are happy and are not mad at me. And if someone asks me to do something, I have a hard time saying no. But... I was having a conversation about this whole topic and feeling this way with someone. And she said to me, you have goals and you can't apologize for working towards those goals. Because honestly, I was feeling so guilty about everything else that I was giving myself to and not giving myself to my friends. I think also being in my final semester of university, a lot of my friends have prioritized friendship the last year, understanding that our is our last year of university and that we won't be in the stage of life again. And while I totally resonate with that and I agree with that, it's been difficult for me because there are a few deadlines that I need to meet before I graduate that I won't be able 
to do post-graduation. I feel like it's hard. I'm being a little bit cryptic because I can't exactly share what I'm working on and hopefully I'll be able to share soon. But I just know that these opportunities aren't going to come again for me. And so I really need to prioritize them and make sure I'm giving 100% of myself to those projects. But that's really difficult to sit with. And I think another thing that ties into this is that not everyone is going to understand exactly what you're going through and why you need to make certain decisions, but that's okay. You do not owe an explanation to anyone. It is okay to have to cancel plans to prioritize other things in your life if you feel that that is what's most important for you in that moment. And if that doesn't align with someone else's goals or priorities in that moment for them, that's okay. You don't always have to be on the same path as everyone around you. And I think it's important for you to support your friends and your family and those around you when they may be prioritizing other people and not you and not take it personally. I also think it's okay to be forgiving of yourself if maybe let's say you aren't prioritizing your health. And that's been another thing for me. I This time last year, I prioritized my health so much. I was working out at least three to four times a week and was definitely in the best shape of my life. Cannot say that is the case for right now. And I'm not saying this is a good or healthy thing. I'm just explaining what I'm going through right now. And hopefully you can relate to it. I'm not saying this is like correct or the right way to deal with stress and being overwhelmed. But I know that in a month from now, health can be a priority again for me. And it's okay for my priorities to shift. I know that in a month from now, school, what day is it today? Okay, in a little more than a month. My last exam is April 26th. In a little bit, more than a month, school will be off my plate and I can focus on other things. So when I when I think about motivation and the fact that my motivation is really lacking right now, I'm at the point where I realize that it's okay to give 100% of myself right now to school because in a month from now, I'm going to be able to shift my priorities and give 100% of myself to the gym and to my friends and to hobbies. Something that also relates to this topic that I've been thinking a lot about is, you know, self-care and prioritizing time for yourself. And again, these things are very important and you should not neglect them. And if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be able to give 100% of yourself to other aspects of your life. But again, going back to this quote of you don't have to apologize for having goals, sometimes it's not realistic to have a bubble bath and do a face mask for three hours. Let's say you have a week and you want to dedicate three hours to self-care. You don't have to feel guilty for not being able to dedicate that time to self-care. I think with social media and having access to so many people's lives, we compare our own stress and anxieties and how we deal with being overwhelmed with other people and how they deal with it. And personally for me, a bubble bath is not relaxing. I would not spend time if I'm stressed giving myself a bubble bath because for me, that just makes me more stressed. So I just know that for me, in order to deal with my stress and being overwhelmed, I just need to get things off my to-do list. Whether that's as small as sending an email, sending a follow-up email that I'm stressed about, or booking a meeting with an academic advisor, or scheduling in a phone call with a friend. That to me is more productive than self-care. We're going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, Athletic Greens. 
Speaking of burnout and having a lack of motivation for your health and wellness, I have the perfect product for you. Athletic Greens AG1 is the best thing to add to your everyday when you don't have time to take a million different pills and supplements and to have all the greens and fruits and vitamins you need for your body. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to optimize my immune system and also see if it would help with my gut health. And let me tell you, it has done all that and more. It's just one scoop of AG1 every single morning in a cup of water. And with that, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, and more. Again, like I said, it's so easy. You take it every morning. I have my cute little Athletic Greens water bottle, fill it up all the way with ice. I personally like to drink my Athletic Greens super, super cold, and I am finished it before I'm out the door for school. It has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, and no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting pretty good. It also costs less than $3 a day, so you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew. Last but not least, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, so if I haven't convinced you yet, you gotta try it. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's literally it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash business casual. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash business casual to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode is really all over the place already, but my point of this conversation is to realize that it's okay to not be giving 100% of yourself to everything all the time. It's okay to prioritize certain things in your life at certain times, and not everyone is going to understand your decision, but you don't owe anyone an explanation, and you don't have to explain yourself. And again, you should never have to apologize for having goals. On the flip side, when you're feeling overwhelmed and when you're lacking motivation, I think there's three key pillars that come from stress and lacking motivation. The first one is boredom. The second one is loss of direction. And the third one is burnout, which is so contradicting because I just said that I don't like the word burnout. I think boredom is a big one. That I think is the biggest part of my season of being overwhelmed right now because I feel like what I'm doing in school is not making an impact on the world. I feel like I've already learned all the material I'm learning. I feel like every essay I'm writing is just for the sake of writing another essay. And it, it's I'm struggling to find excitement in the schoolwork. And I, everyone around me is like, Stacy, you're almost done. A year from now, you're going to wish you were back in school. But that doesn't minimize the fact that right now I am bored of school and I, I don't find what I'm doing exciting. And that's okay. And there are ways to find excitement in the boredom. And I think that's one of the ways you can find motivation if you're lacking it. And that's something I've been trying to do. So how do I find excitement in the boredom of my schoolwork right now? One, if by planning fun things. Like I said, I'm going to Taylor Swift. 
That's happening two months from now, but it is the single most exciting thing that is happening in the next two months. So finding things that you can look forward to is important. I think also not doing things the same way. If you write essays the exact same way, or if you all the assignments you do, you kind of follow a template or you kind of know what works for your profs and you always stick to that, challenge yourself to go outside the boundaries of the assignment. And I think if you're working and you're finding boredom in your work, it's time to raise your hand for new opportunities. It's time to think differently and try not to do the same things you've been doing. I don't know if this episode is too chaotic or if it makes sense and people are relating to it. That's the hardest part about podcasting is that when I'm podcasting by myself, I have no one to feed off of. And so I'm always just sitting here like, am I just saying a bunch of words or does this make sense? But I think that with the idea of boredom, you have to find excitement in the mundane things, romanticize your own life, try and think differently, look at things from a new perspective, change up your routine, do something different, and plan things that are exciting that you can look forward to. Those are my biggest tips for finding motivation when you have no motivation when it comes from a lack of boredom. If your lack of motivation is coming from a lack of direction, I think that it's very common to not want to work towards a goal because you're not really sure what that goal is. Like you're just working for the sake of working. You're doing school for the sake of doing school. And I think if that's the case, I don't know if I've particularly dealt with this. I feel like I've always kind of had a sense of direction and always kind of known where I'm going next and what I want to do next. But one thing that I think about a lot is that come September, when I start working, there is no next step. And that scares me. I don't like that there's no end date. And again, while I'm excited to start the job, it's also like, okay, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Obviously it's not. I'm going to switch jobs so many times, but that thought that there is no direction when that starts is a little bit scary. I think if you're lacking direction, sometimes it's because we're thinking too long-term. And I am definitely a victim of this. We don't need to have our five or 10 or 20 year plans. We can simply have direction for the next month of our life. And I think this can go back to those buckets I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, your health, your family, your friends, your hobbies, and your career. So maybe if you're lacking motivation in your job because you don't have a sense of direction of what this job is leading you to or what you're working towards, maybe you can find motivation from another bucket in your life. So if you have one bucket you're focused on career, maybe the other one is your hobby and you find motivation by learning a new hobby, whether that be knitting, making bracelets, reading, joining a yoga class, whatever it might be, maybe you'll find motivation for everyday life. Maybe not specific motivation for your job, but motivation to be the best person you can and put forward the best work that you can through your hobbies. I hope that helps and makes sense when it comes to motivation and stress. I wanted to close off this shorter episode with just some pieces of advice that help me get through when I'm feeling overwhelmed and how I reset my mindset to push through times where I feel like a lack of motivation and that I'm when I'm super overwhelmed. The first thing is 
you have gotten through every single hard thing in your life up until now. So you will get through this, regardless of how you get through it, of who helps you get through it, of what the outcome is, every single thing you're dealing with right now, you will get through. That's the first thing that always, always gets me through. I know that I have felt overwhelmed and that there's too much on my plate so many times before in my life. And every single time I come out on the end and I get through it. Second thing that I have to remind myself of is what can I control? Am I feeling overwhelmed by other people's thoughts and actions? My own thoughts and actions? What I have to do? What is making me feel overwhelmed and what of that can I control? If I can't control it, I really need to let go and not let that stay on my mind because things that I can't control, there's no point in stressing over. So really taking a step back at what I, what can I control that's overwhelming me and what can I not? Listing everything that's overwhelming you out and then crossing off the things that you can't control honestly is very therapeutic and can really help shift your perspective. Another thing to think about is that sometimes you need to think bigger picture. Is this going to matter in five years? If it's not, then it should not be taking up too much mental capacity and mental space because in five years from now, you won't remember this moment. And when I think back to other times that I've felt overwhelmed in my life, I honestly can't exactly pinpoint the feeling or what exactly was making me feel overwhelmed. So remember that five years from now, a year from now, maybe even six months from now, what's making you feel overwhelmed won't matter. Our minds are also very powerful things. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a psychologist. But if you've ever watched a TED Talk that talks about the power of self-talk, that is a life-changing TED Talk. And positive self-talk is something, especially the last few months, I have been influencing into my life because I think that it really does help. And there is scientific evidence to support that. So if you haven't listened to that TED Talk, please do. And if you have listened to it, this is your reminder. Even just reminding yourself, I will get through this. I am capable of doing all of these tasks. I am capable of doing X, Y, Z can really help shift your mindset because mindset is so important when you're feeling no motivation and you're super overwhelmed and you're super stressed. My last tip and piece of advice comes with gratitude and this is something really difficult to practice. And I, at this point in my life right now, it's really hard to sit here and be like, you should be so grateful for your education when I just want my education to be over with. But it is true. When you think about, when you have an abundance mindset and you're grateful for everything you have, everything just gets a little less overwhelming and stressful. So just remind yourself to be grateful and to know that, oh, this is another thing I want to say. When I think about university and, and school, I remember being in high school and praying and manifesting and wishing and hoping so badly that I would get to go to the university that I go to now and be in the program that I'm in. When I first started university, I wished so hard that I would get internships and have my own business and graduate and have a job when I graduate. Now I'm there. I have my own business with the podcast. I am doing all the things I've ever wanted and more. I have a job for when I graduate. I'm about to go on the trip of a lifetime. But I know that now I'm wishing for things that I maybe will be able to get in a year or two years or maybe even six months. So just remind yourself that everything you're going through now, you once worked really hard to get. So I don't want to say enjoy the process because that's 
such bad advice and it's so difficult to actually implement. But do remember that everything you're going through right now, you once wish is what you wished for in a sense. So that is my chaotic chaotic life update and just what's been on my mind and what's been going on. I hope that it helps and that some of the advice hits home. And if you're going through a similar period of stress and feeling overwhelmed, just know that you're going to get through it and I'm rooting for you. And let me just tell you, come May 1st, I'm going to be a whole new person. I'm not, but I feel like I will be. And just know that come May, once school is over, we have so many exciting things planned for Business Casual and the content is going to be flowing. I am so excited to end this chapter of my life being university, which has been the biggest part of my life for the last four years. What gave me the idea to start Business Casual, what inspired Business Casual. And I can't wait to keep growing with you guys and go through this next season of life together and share all the ups and downs that are about to come. So I hope you have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a five-star rating and review, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.